Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill Advice Wise Guys podcast, starring UJ and QDZ. Yo 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 yo. We are the Ill Advice Wise Guys. Your boy Jack. I'm my boy QDZ. Pushyzy. It's way too easy. Oh. Uh, make sure you're using hand sanitizer because COVID's not gone easy. It's funny because you Wait, know COVID. What's COVID? Yeah, what, COVID. What, what is that? Co- you know, it's funny COVID. What's COVID? I don't. You I don't. I don't COVID? even know what that is. What, what's What's COVID? COVID. They said it might come back. I don't know. What with, you with, with with more more reinforcement in my Ti voice. Reinforcement. COVID might come back with more reinforcements. Okay, got it. You kind of sound like you kind of like sound like little baby when he said, "No, I blow English." Okay, remember that? I don't remember. He I don't sound, remember. You I literally remember. sound just I was like about him. to boo you, but you're just you're just reciting something that he said. So. He said that's what he said, bro. Yeah, what you mean? Yeah, anyway. That's why you guys overrated little baby. Uh, sound like you guys are overrating Ti's vocabulary too. <laughs> No, hell no! What you talking about? Tiago vocabulary <laughs> is legendary. Yeah, in the streets, in the sc- to the street people, sure. But to regular working citizens, he's just using words I use hell? at work. Yeah, what are we talking about? Like it's regular words. <laughs> no disrespect, but it's regular, you know. Nah. Anyway, welcome back to the Illivised Wise Guys episode. This is episode one. 146. 146. 146. Shout out to the gang for pulling up on us as always. You know, we appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all hit that subscribe button, that like button, that share button, every single button. Uh, you know, and as always, if you're new here, stay a while. And if you've been here before, stay even longer. This is the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. Um, you know, I want to say, man, I'm glad summer is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in full effect, so I can show my my thighs. Nah, you gotta chill with that. You're not. Uh, what you talk? What you y'all? I'm gonna be it, honest with you. It's the seat, hey bro. The seat. I, I get sunken in. I've been meaning to hold this in for the sunken last sunken in place. I've been meaning to hold this in for the last. About? My thighs look good, bro. For the last couple episodes, I've been meaning to say this. Only reason why I haven't snapped. Why, is because my house? yeah that's it <laughs> i'm being respectful. That's it. You you're the landlord here. That's true. That's true. If you were in my house. Oh, I'd have been kicked your ass out. You would have been no, out of here. I'm telling no shoes. you. You know, I just took a dump. Like, you know, th- there's something about being in your own house before a podcast. That's amazing. You it's know, a good. It's a great. Took a dump. I just it I is. just came back from the basketball court. You know, there's a great. Film. You know, and I was just like, yo, man, like, you know, you know, let, let's record. Let me just uh, shoot a couple baskets. Like, it's just tight. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna put a basketball court in the basement. Um, so, you know, wait, you a, dig it, a basketball court in the basement. Yeah. How right next to the damn, you, you didn't know your basement right next to the damn washer and dryer. You, what are you talking about? Okay. So it's not a court. More like <laughs> a, talking about, it's just a hoop. <laughs> you just put a hoop. On. No, a court. It ain't no damn court. Yeah, what, what's the regulation? 45 feet, whatever the regulation is. We're going to do a regulation court down there. Good luck. That don't sound like it's going to work out, right. but Hey, do your thing. You thug thizzle. Uh, Anyway, guys, uh, I hope you guys are out there doing great. We appreciate y'all for checking out our last episode. Um, and as always, if you want to check out clips from the show, make sure you guys go to our YouTube channel. We have a playlist up there dedicated to topics, you know, deep dives, great takes, worst takes, 
uh, takes where I just completely dominate this guy. Yeah, like right. I'm, that's I'm never, like Shannon Sharp. Nigga, that's I'm never, Shannon. That's never happened. Skip. I'm Shannon Sharp. Skip, to, that's to, to never Skip happened. Bayless right here. Skip. You know that. Never, you know that ain't we true. Just, skip. Just, now, come on, man. You know that ain't true. Skip. I'm, I'm just doing windmills on on, on every argument. All yeah, right. That, just like you know. That show's over. But <laughs> that's true. Where? Hey, where? Where do you think he's going next? Realistically, um, I, I think, think he's gonna get his own show. I think he's just gonna do. I think he's gonna keep doing the little club Shay Shay thing. That's always. That's gonna be and there. Then. I think eventually he's just gonna do like little like, you know, you know how like Stephen A on first first take got a whole bunch of guests. Yeah. He's gonna find a show that he can just be a reoccurring guest you on. You think so? Yeah. For I, now. I For know. now. That's his immediate future. I'm gonna be right. But with in you. the in the long term, I mean, you gotta give him another show. Like Listen, he moves the needle in terms of viewers. Thank you. You got to give him a show. And I'm glad you said that because I, I I saw some debate out there. People kind of I feel like was disrespecting what he brings to the table because I'm like, what I heard is the man has a non compete in his contract mm-hmm. and that he just got bought out by Fox Sports and so he can't just start a show. He has to wait for a little bit mm-hmm. contractually. You can't mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Come pop up with a show. So he's gonna mm-hmm. chill, do his club Shay Shay. I think the next time we see this man is going to be with his own show. Mm. I don't know the network. They're going to create a show for the man. Let's be very clear. I mean, he, he moves the needle, like you said. I believe if you that. if you aren't on ESPN and FS1 for, to a lesser extent, mm-hmm. you're not really doing. Much. I mean, you can go on FanDuel. I mean, FanDuel TV's kind of starting to do well. Yeah. But I mean, if he ends up on like CBS. Like CBS Sports, or something <laughs> like he's just gonna fade to the abyss. So maybe, maybe so, maybe you so. know, no knock on them. I mean, I think there's some good shows on there. Like I think Tiki Barber has a show, but you know, we'll see. We'll we see. shall, we shall see. I mean, curious to know what you guys think, but nonetheless, let's start the show first. We're gonna get into some church announcements. Make sure you guys tap into Zero Skips the Mother Effing playlist. Uh, we just featured a lot of songs up there. So shout out to every one of you artists who've who've either. One submitted to us and ended up on the playlist, or if we just somebody who just found out about your song and you ended up on the playlist, nonetheless, we appreciate y'all music. You have you guys have bangers. If you're on the playlist, you've been stamped by the guys. You've been stamped. You've been stamped. You've been stamped. It's a banger. It's a banger. It it requires us to ignore the skip button. This is the point of the zero skips playlist. We're supposed to be able to play this straight through. You're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Some may debate. Mm-hmm. Others won't. We ain't going to debate. Nonetheless, y'all tap into Zero Skips. Link in the description. So check that out. Q, what you got? Check out RatingsGameMusic.com, a.k.a. RGM, a.k.a. the best music site on the planet. Confirmed by Robert De Niro. Uh, This week, we had new albums did by... Pick, did you just pick like random people? What? The- it's he, true. Com- he confirmed this? Yeah. Okay. All right. R- RN. But cool, um, cool, cool. Uh, RD. <laughs> uh, RDN, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> albums by Killer Mike. Yes. He came out with a very powerful album. Yes. Michael. Uh, and uh, uh, Gunna. Gunna Wanna came out with a new album, too. A Gift and a Curse. Which is very interesting. I mean, there's songs by Doja Cat that came out. I love that song by Doja Cat. Attention. Uh, attention. I believe it's very right. good. Yeah. That Doja that Cat shows she's the best artist in the game today based on that song. The rapping and singing is fantastic. 
She hey, did that. All I gotta say is best artist. Word to uh, Central C. Uh-huh. Uh, somebody tell Doja Cat. <laughs> I'm trying to. No, 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 I didn't say. I didn't finish the part. <laughs> Just somebody tell Doja Cat. That's all I'm saying. You know. Okay. No comment from the me. PG version. No, I'm home. I'm a fan no of her music. I'm a fan of her music. I like her music. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So somebody tell Doja. Uh, Cat. Uh, what else came out? Uh, what else came out? <laughs> Lil Baby and Gucci Man came out with a song they again. Did, they did. Um, and then it was uh, called Bluffing. B- bluffing, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Trippy Red dropped the song. Trippy Red. Oh yeah, Trippy Red. Trippy Red dropped the song. Very good song. Very good song. Where he's rapping. Um, and then we got movie movie reviews. Order up. Yeah. Okay. Shout out Will, our movie guy. Um, right, he did a review. He did three. He did the Flash. He did Transformers, and he did um. Uh, what was the other one that came out? He did uh, uh Transformers, Lion The Flash. King. Are these <laughs> new movies King. or old movies? New movies. So what? So explain to the people. The Flash. Explain to the people what. Transform- what Let me. I'm trying to remember which one. Was the, uh, it had to be a new movie. Uh, uh yeah, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Had to be. Yeah, Spider Man. Okay, I'm Spider-Man, like that's a Spider-Man. that's a big one. Thank you, thank you. He did that. Those three. I'm, so, oh, I guess right. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, so yeah, you you, you asked me. Explain. Oh yeah, like what's the? I mean, what's the purpose of for the people mm-hmm. who are reading the site and mm-hmm. seeing music now, seeing movies? What's the purpose of intermingling the movie reviews with the music? Well, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, ratings game is becoming bigger and bigger. A platform that I think, you know, we want to go based off our opinions. We we think people want to know our opinions about things, so we want to start introducing other things. You know, ratings game sports, ratings game movies, ratings game fashion, ratings game cheat codes, ratings game video games. Video games. <laughs> like, ratings game everything. Right. So, you know, this is just kind of like the, you know, and, and it might end up being its own complete site. But, like, we want to give movie reviews with our twist because we feel like that's the next thing to do the next natural thing to do and it's also honestly that's the good thing about owning it in my part i wanted to see it i want to see movie reviews and so i'm not doing the movie reviews because i actually don't like movies by the way um so <laughs> i'm curious to see what our movie yeah. writers will in this case you know cooks up so ratings game dope. movies dope 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 shout out to uh will for uh, getting some reviews up there, dude. yes, sir. He's and he's a way better writer than me. Right? <laughs> he, oh my god, he is an amazing writer. Oh, oh, man. it's just a matter of time you start seeing us on on ET. There you but, go. But yeah, check out ratingsgamemusic.com. Yes, sir. Uh, now, uh, now on to what we're going to be talking about for the episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about drugs, the, maybe. Uh, who are the top five rappers, white rappers, of all time? Whoa! Of all time, guys. All uh, time. Unfortunately, forever, ever. To some, to some people's uh, dismay, this might be a hard thing to, to do. Yes, I think it's pretty easy. I ain't gonna lie. But I actually, got to go back and back, back, I, listen, back. Hey. Bro, the bubba, cream of the bubba, crop, Sparks. The cream of the crop is Paul at the top. Wall. Bro, we know who they are. But I will say this: this topic is being fueled by the Mac Millers and the uh, MGKs, who are also going up, going at it right now. Not Mac Miller, Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow, yeah. sorry, excuse yeah. me. Uh, Jack Harlow and uh, MGK, who are going at it, 
basically saying who was the best white rapper since Eminem. They're going for the crown, guys. Mm. They're going for the crown. We're going to talk about it, though. Uh, and then after that, we're going to get into, you know, when is it safe to say a artist fell off? Ooh. You know, we've mm. seen the fall off of so many rappers and artists mm. and singers mm. all throughout the history of music. And I'm going to be honest. Mm. When someone fell off has always been a big debate with people. You notice, you go to a barber shop, you go anywhere, and everybody, there's usually a debate as to whether or not someone fell off or not, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't care that you name the artist. And so we're going to get into, you know, a couple artists, maybe use them as examples. I can think of one, Meek Mill. He recently sparked this for me. He reached out to fans on Twitter and asked them straight up, yo, did I fall off? The answer was very surprising. That's very bold of him to do. That, <laughs> I've never seen that. That's before. very bold. I'm be honest, I've never seen that, and it made me yeah. want to talk about this. So very bold. We gonna get into that, uh, but first we got to talk about uh, our underdogs making the best music today. Q, you uh, you brought this sort of to the forefront, at least the topic itself. I got a subtopic that's kind of tied into this, but. You Where were you going with my this? Thoughts. Where were you going to this? Going with my this. thoughts or thoughts? Um, so Gunna Gunna's album came to my mind, and you know, while listening to it, obviously there's a theme attached to Gunna's album. It's about you know resiliency. It's about ignoring you know the outside noise and the people trying to bring you down. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest. It it may not be the best Gunna album he's ever. It may not be the best album he's ever made, but I thought it was the most enjoyable Gunna album, like from start to finish. Uh, the one word that I think a lot of rappers don't use these days is purpose. Remember we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. I, I think we talked about it with Detroit, Detroit YB, where I said, you know. A lot of rappers are coming into the game without a purpose. Okay. Or if they are in the game, they're dropping songs that don't really have meaningful lyrics, meaningful topics. Right. And I felt like from start to finish, that album just felt meaningful to me. It just felt like it had a purpose. Uh, Gunna's back was against the wall and he mm. dropped 40 is how I look at it. <laughs> you know, he dropped 40, not 50, not 60. He dropped about 40. You can't say he didn't meet the challenge. So mm. what's what's interesting about it is a lot of our top rappers have had this moment where they were the underdog, whether you like it or not. What did they do next after controversy? It's, it's not always, you know, something big as a court case. It can be something like somebody doubting you. Somebody, mm -hmm. you know, maybe you got dropped from a label. You know, maybe... Um, you know, maybe somebody said you fell off or something like that. And I can give you some examples. Like when Rick Ross, you know, had his whole, you know, officer Ricky situation. A lot of people were waiting like, yo, what is Ross going to do next? He dropped deeper than rap. He met the challenge. I say he, he scored 40. Met the challenge, right? Or, you know, when, you know, Jay-Z... You know, he went to the court case with Steve Stout and people were just like, you know, Jay-Z, he's this thug, blah, 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 blah. What is he going to do? He dropped a classic blueprint, you know, or whatever album that came out around that time. 
You know, so people historically hip hop rappers, when their backs against the wall, when they are being counted or considered to be the underdog, mm -hmm. a lot of them have met the challenge. Now, there's examples of people that have not met the challenge. Takashi kind of went through something very similar as Gunna. People calling you a rat, and, you know, you snitch. And I actually was excited. Not saying that I think Takashi's a great artist. I don't even think he's a good artist. But I was excited to see where he's going to go as the underdog. Mm -hmm. And he dropped that album that I thought was awful. You know, the one with Akon. I can't remember what it's called. I erased it from my memory. But that's one case. And, you know, it's funny. I was just thinking about this. You know who somebody... I was listening to Like a Pimp. Like, you know, we were just listening to it again. Because I listened to it five times today. Because I was just like, dog, this song is so good. Uh -huh. And then I was like, dog, yeah. Lil Flip's verse on Like a Pimp, one of the best hip-hop verses I heard in my life. <laughs> Simple as hell. But it's just so hard, right? Okay. And I said, yo, what happened to Lil Flip? Right? I said, what happened to Lil Flip? And then I went to look, look at his catalog. I said he dropped Game Over. Game Over is his second most popular song. Sunshine, Sunshine being one. Sunshine right? fire. And I said, yo, dog, like Lil Flip was so hot. And then he just dropped. What happened? Remember what happened? T.I. and him started beefing. T.I. was on the come up. Lil Flip was already there. So when T.I. started hitting these diss tracks and stuff like that towards Lil Flip, he was not able to meet the challenge. And so his music was just not hitting. And that kind of started the downfall. That kind of started his fall off. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just so underdog topic just has to do with that. Like, I think more and more you're seeing these rappers meeting the challenge when it comes to having their backs against the wall. And in my opinion, they're making actually their best music when their back's against the wall, mm. if that makes sense. No, it does. It, 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 I see where you're going with it, especially the whole Lil Flip uh, topic. It, that, listen, we probably got some some listeners who don't know who Lil Flip is. Which is crazy, because that's true. I'm telling you. Because Lil Flip was Bro, hot in 2002. Think about that. That's 2002. 20 years ago. 20 years ago. 21 Lil years. Lil Flip from, uh, from Houston, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Houston, Texas. He had the game on lock, as people used to say. Back, Little flip. Back 20 years ago, I had the game on lock. Yeah. Game over. Game, game over. over. Flip. 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 But no, so oh, man. it's funny you bring up Gunner, though, man, because I, I think Gunner is probably the, the right person we should use to kind of set this combo up, since that's like mm -hmm. my, maybe the more recent example. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I... Uh, as you're talking, as you were talking, I was thinking of other artists who've dropped more recently. Um, for example, I feel like Killer Mike has always been an underdog. Yes. As a rapper. Yes. yes. It was so egregious that Killer Mike, he has pivoted like over the last probably 10, 15 years, he pivoted to politics and community outreach. Yeah, yeah. And it's not to say he's pivoted completely, but he had to make that a part of his brand in order to allow people to realize that he was much bigger than rap to begin with. Yeah. So when you when you tie in the music, you realize that he's been talking real community stuff his whole damn life. For but sure. people weren't the mainstream wasn't necessarily tapped into Killer Mike. What I like now is that Killer Mike just dropped a new album called Michael. And bro, 
This is the first Killer Mike album I've ever listened to straight through. Me too. Me personally. Me too. I've heard Killer Mike, mad Killer Mike songs my whole life. I, I've going listened to back, Run the Jewels 2 or something like that. Same. I think I but, heard number three. Yeah. like um, Their most recent one, I listened to it. I mean, I review every album these days. Right. So I, I listened to Run the Jewels, but Correct. I mean, not a Killer Mike But not a straight Killer Mike yeah. album. Yeah. And, but Killer Mike has been out for 20 years, mm-hmm. 20 plus years. And so- Maybe 30. Possibly so. I'm pretty sure they were part of Goody Mob and all them people. Yeah. And, and so- but, not Goody Mob, but the other the other guys, uh, mm. underground. What was the uh, future is affiliated with them dudes? Uh, CeeLo, there's a CeeLo. Yeah, yeah, a- yeah, yeah. CeeLo. CeeLo. I'm uh, saying not Goody Mob. Was it Goody? It's Goody Mob, right? It's not Goody Mob. It's it's not. It's there's right, another where, name, bro. Here's where Chat GPT had to come in. Dungeon Family. Dungeon Family. There, you there go. we go. There That's we go. The there we go. There we go. So Dungeon Family. He's affiliated with Dungeon Family. Yeah. If you're familiar with Atlanta Southern rap, you know who Dungeon Family mm-hmm. is, but the mainstream don't really know about. Wait, these so who people. the hell is Goody Mob? Bro, Goody Mob was CeeLo Green. Who, remember, he spun off and he had yeah, Big yeah. Gip. Yeah. Remember Big Gip? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there was two other dudes. I can't remember the names. Uh, was Sleepy Brown though? Sleep- Oh, Sleepy Brown was, was he not? Mad? I believe he I was. I can't remember. I can't remember. Oh, no. Hey, we're not the ones. We're not the ones to get this game. But no. But the point is this. Damn, this is some good Crazy, encyclopedia right? knowledge, Bro, man. where's ChatGPT, man? No. Hey, see? This but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right about Dungeon Family. You're absolutely right about Dungeon Family. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like, they've been underground. Yeah. Let's be very clear. Yeah, they have. And since Killer Mike has been associated with them, that ties into what's what's uh, what he's even been a part of. You even brought up Run the Jewels. I would argue that's an underground group, mm-hmm. right? They do very successful. For sure. Overseas, For people sure. know who they are, but we're talking about mainstream. The underground has been filled with Killer Mike, but I'm, I'm liking what's happening more recently where Killer Mike just dropped arguably, arguably one of the most important hip-hop albums of the year, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. For sure. And so, how is it that we're in 2023, Mm -hmm. we got a guy who's been in hip-hop for close to 30 years, who's been relatively underground for the virtual entirety of his career, he he finally drops an album, and it's permeating through the consciousness of, of people at this stage. That, I think it shows you that I think people are kind of starving for for music that's a little bit more in depth mm-hmm. and just a little mm-hmm. bit more personal and mm-hmm. just a little crafted mm-hmm. that means mm-hmm. something meaningful music you know and so when we tie back to Gunna unfortunately Gunna had to go through what he went through in order to drop a project this personal have we gotten music this personal from Gunna before this no no. I've listened to every Gunner project. None of them of have tapped not. into any sort of real emotion for for a consistent length. But my point is, um, yeah, I mean, there's tons of examples. I do think the underground is getting their their, their dude. We just shouted out underdog right? un, under underdog. Sorry. Oh no, same same thing. Underground under under the underground underdog. Bro, on the last on the last episode, mm-hmm. we talked about what's the best albums of the year. You mm-hmm. brought up Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Mm-hmm. Definition of underdogs and underground guys. So so. I did want to do this exercise. Yeah. What is the underdog? What does that mean? In hip hop. Like what is the what is a hip hop underdog to you? I think it's very clear. I would define a hip hop underdog as uh a rapper who for whatever reason their music, their presentation, their aesthetic, their their style does not sit with the quote unquote mainstream. Mm-hmm. And when I say mainstream, I'm talking about the fans who are used to a specific type of music that gets 
accepted. So you mean you're that underground? That's underground. Underdog. I think I think underdogs are usually underground. <laughs> Unfortunately. Don't you kind of got okay. don't you kind of got to be underground to be well, an, I an think, underdog? So for sense? me kind of but like for me underdog there's adversity attached. So to underdog. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example of probably somebody who doesn't fit into that. Tusi. Mm-hmm. Tusi is a, he feels like an underdog. He's an underdog. He feels like an underdog. He's an underdog. Yeah. Because you see somebody with such I think extreme talent mm-hmm. for music but they're not where they clearly want to be and every time you hear Tusi talk it, he speaks from that perspective of somebody who there's is a little an bit underdog of, there's a little bit a of chip adversity on his there. shoulder there's a little bit of adversity there yeah. where um, there's a little bit of adversity there with Tusi where you can kind of tell he's 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 not taken as seriously as his peers there's people that do what Tusi does that's not as good as Tusi but people are not giving him the credit that that is due for Tusi you know what I mean so there's that little bit of uh, uh, there's that little bit of adversity for me that makes it an underdog situation Mm -hmm. and I think that adversity sometimes is created sometimes that adversity it just happens like I said you know, um, it was critical. It sucks because some of our favorite rappers, uh, their career never met, you know, or never got back to where it needed to be because somebody knocked them off, right? Like I told you, Lil Flip was essentially knocked off by T.I. Essentially, that's what happened. He was knocked off. Okay. Ja Rule who was historically... That's Ja Rule is one of my favorite hip-hop artists of all time. I don't care what anybody has to say. When Ja Rule was popping, he was dope. Right. He was essentially knocked off by 50 Cent. You know what I mean? Um, And so a lot of rappers got knocked off because... And when they became underdogs, they didn't meet the, uh, the adversity that came their way. They weren't able to meet it. Like Jay Z is probably out of all the rappers I've ever heard, Jay Z, all the rappers I've heard that got into a loss of diss mm-hmm. and came back stronger somehow. Like Jay Z was down bad after Ether. Like everybody, like consensus was Nas killed Jay Z. <laughs> right. 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 And Jay Z. Try to meet the adversity yeah. with additional disc records. He has a disc record called Blueprint 2, which I absolutely love. Right. Absolutely love that disc record. Mm-hmm. Um, but it fell flat. Like it didn't resonate with people. And the, the, the consensus was Jay-Z's not that his career is over, but Nas beat him. But uh-huh. Jay-Z continuously made good music, which is always the case. If you're gonna if you're gonna be an underdog, you have to make good music. Jay Z made good music, and you can just brush that whole beef aside. But Jay Z, in the history of hip hop, one of the only people that lost a battle badly. There, Ether is easily the best diss record ever made towards Jay Z, and it has not had an impact on his career. You know, another person too, it really hasn't had an impact. Meek Mill. Meek Mill got destroyed by Drake. 
Back to back? Are you kidding me? Back to back. Right, right, right. Got destroyed. And Meek Mill didn't really meet that adversity well. He didn't. But it, it didn't have it didn't tarnish his career because I don't know. I don't know why, but Hey, some may argue it did, and that may have facilitated his quote unquote fallout, which we're gonna talk about in a little bit. But before we even go there, my thing is this though. I want to make sure this convo is not solely about people becoming underdogs because they were beefing with another mm-hmm. artist or somebody mm-hmm. went at them mm-hmm. or any of that regard. Because it can be anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's that's also part of it. You can become mm-hmm. an underdog because mm-hmm. you can become an underdog because the underdog went at you and then mm-hmm. you didn't meet the expectations. Mm-hmm. Or you can be on the flip side. Like it was you like said. a little like little flip was a one eight situation. <laughs> right. Playoff seedings like exactly. one eight. Imagine Miami like, beating Ti Denver Nuggets. Ti upset little flip. Yeah, so you know? I, I get that, but I also want to talk about the other people who just generally are not. They're not what people gravitate towards. No, like, no matter what they put out, it can be amazing music. It just doesn't get I received. Mean, Denzel Curry. He's an under the definition of an underdog. Summer right? Walker to me is an underdog. Even though she makes great think music. Summer Walker's an underdog. Summer Walker's an underdog. How? Because Summer Walker is is her think, type of music okay. is not something that is universally accepted or it's not something that you just hear all the time. Like what she's attempting to do every single time she hops on an album mm-hmm. is very hard. Like to to just to just kind of be vulnerable woman, vulnerable black woman, mm-hmm. you know, in 2023, you know. See, personally, I wouldn't call it's I wouldn't, she's an underdog. I wouldn't me. call her an underdog per se. Cause I, I mean I think, that's her persona. Sure, but she's not an underdog no, by I mean, any stretch of the imagination. She's a great artist. Her people love her. She's received but, as such. The main street, she sells like a somebody who's not an underdog. I would consider, like, for example, a Coyle Ray an underdog. Well. She's an underdog. She's yeah, somebody right, who right. people don't rock with for, mm-hmm. or haven't rocked with for the longest. Mm-hmm. And she has to now look up to the people who she's trying to gain mm-hmm acceptance from and that includes the the fans and whatnot you know what i'm saying but i'm t- but but at the same time see like summer walker like to to, to piggyback back on my point mm. like eminem came into the game underdog even when eminem was successful he still had this underdog chip to him you know like he's still rapping like a dude that thinks you don't respect him you know you know what's funny uh-huh. what's funny is Remember how, uh, I guess last episode we were going to talk, well, we just possibly were going to talk about who's the rap version of Jimmy Butler. This is, that's true. Bro, that's true. Bro, that's true. What we're talking about. That's true. You it's, just described, Eminem, you just described Jimmy Butler. Yeah. That's like somebody who that's like, true. they make that's it, they're successful. That's true. But they still but they got still, this yeah. underdog chip on their shoulder type energy, mm-hmm. right? Because they just, maybe that's what they need to, to really to fuel, fuel them, them for. To get them to. Feel them for it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so it's interesting. It's very interesting. I I will say this though, like as a side note, I'm I'm noticing that it almost feels like we're at a changing point in hip hop in particular. I'm not mm-hmm. even gonna go music as a whole. Mm-hmm. Hip hop rap, bro, the 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 killer drug uh drill it's stuff, tired. bro. People it's are tired. done. I'm telling you, people it's are tired. done with it. People, people want tired. more. It's tired. Yeah. It's the tired. fans want more. This is the reason why people got so excited 
with the idea that Dirk was going to drop something meaningful with uh, mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. Uh, almost heal, and and when he didn't deliver, people were because guess people what? were mad and they were like, "Bro, guess what? We want more." Guess what? Right? Guess what? Like if I tell you guys how much I've changed in my life from ten five years ago, like how much I've changed? I've changed my diet. I've changed my daily routine. I've changed what motivates me, what inspires me, what I like to listen to. So, like, some of these artists, like Dirk, Baby, at the end of the day, their audience is growing. Yes. Their audience is getting older. Like, I, I don't care what anybody says where they like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Jay-Z said it best, and I'm always going to follow this saying. He said, you want my old stuff? Well, listen to my old songs. Like, I'm I'm maturing as an artist. Yes. And you just have to assume that your fans are maturing too. They don't want to hear the same stuff. Like, we struggling. Everybody is struggling in life. So when we hear somebody kind of like, you know, relating to our struggles, mm-hmm. that's what we want to hear. We don't want to hear all this other nonsense. Facts, 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 facts. I mean, you guys out there, I mean, let us know who you feel... Is an underdog that. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. What's up? What's up? Bro? No, I was gonna say. To say I was bro, gonna I'm trying say, to transition, bro. Today I was, I was, I was just like taking a couple things from my backyard, and Stoner came on by Young Thug. I'm mm. a stoner. I'm a stoner. I'm a stoner. Yeah, I love that. Joke. And I was like, when I was younger, like you know, when we going to DC and like, man, we just pre gaming and just drinking. Like, what were we? 23, 24? Like, hell yeah, Stoner. I was stoner. It was fun. It, it was, was fun. fun. Could you imagine bumping that joint at 36, 35, well, <laughs> 33? Well, it's I, hard. I it's, could it, bump it doesn't, I could it doesn't bump it. hit the sound. I could bump it. It just depends on where it and why I'm bumping it. it sounds, like I'm not bumping that on a random it day. It sounds wacky. It sounds wacky now. Fair enough. I'm a st- Listen to the song again. I, that joint's all over. He's like, I feel like Favor. I feel like Favor. Like, yo, like, this is weird now. Hey, At 35, 34. I get but you. when you're like 20 something, oh, it's so tight. Uh, listen, you, it's so tight. You ain't wrong, but you know, hey. Song is tight, though. Hey, yeah, hey guess what? Guess what? Young was Thug was an underdog at that point. He was an underdog. <laughs> Yeah. His name was Young Thug. And it still is Young Thug. His name alone, I was like, how the hell is this guy gonna make it with a name called Young Thug? He figured and it out. And they said, Oh, his 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 other name is Thugger. Okay, oh yeah. <laughs> but you know, in that song And then his name was Stoner, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> in that song Stoner, he actually he says slimes, he says YSL, he says all that stuff. And that was like one of his that was that was probably the first song I heard by him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's Young Thug. Hey, listen, man, let's keep it pushing. Though, um, you know, I mean, Young Thug is one of the he's one of the modern goats. You know, let's be very clear. Young about Thug that. is definitely a goat. Let's be very clear about that. Anyway, uh, let's keep it pushing. Next topic. Uh, how would you evaluate someone falling off? Like, when mm. should we consider someone falling off, mm, or even labeling them as someone who fell off? Mm. You know, I, I came to you before the show, and I was. You know, I was on Twitter or actually I was online and then I came across the fact that Meek Mill put up a basically a post on Twitter and was like, yo, keep it real with me, guys. Did I fall off? Mm. And he had to make sure to double back and say, 
Listen, I'm not asking this for confidence. Like, I'm not, I ain't down and bad. Mm. This mm. is just a social experiment. Mm. Take that for whatever it's worth. Believe him or not. Mm. I feel like he was on to something. My point is, the response to me, the response that he got really got me thinking because, you know what I'm saying, most of the responses were saying, Meek, you didn't fall off. Meek, you had your time. Like, you were the man for years. Like, yeah, you're not making the music that, like, hits anymore, but that don't mean you fell off. That just means, like, your mm-hmm. the peak height, the height of your career was what it was. Like, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Some people don't even get to the peak. Mm-hmm. That ain't, call, that ain't even called falling off. That's called like you never were on. Mm-hmm. There's a difference, right? And mm-hmm. not to name any names, I ain't trying to be disrespectful because there's certain yeah. people that when we have the discussion, you can argue, were they ever really even on? Mm. And a couple of names come to mind, like, for example, Vic Mensa. Jesus. Vic Mensa's he never... Not I'm not trying to be... Dis- I'm not saying it to be disrespectful. <laughs> okay. I had to... I had to okay, okay, okay. I'm not saying... I'm just okay. trying to give, you know what I mean? An example. Mm-mm-mm. My point is this, though, like, you know, I, I thought about that more and I said, bro, like, I think the people who responded have a point. Bro, Meek was the guy for a while. Mm-hmm. Meek had the streets. Meek has arguably, he arguably has a top 10 hip hop record of all time with, with Dreams and Nightmares. Yes, he does. The man, his, he will be remembered in the history books for no matter how many tweets he puts out from here to age 50. We're always going to remember that Meek Mill put out Dreams and Nightmares, and every time you hear that song, it's going to mean something. And so you could argue around that time where he was heavily deep into you know, his affiliation with MMG, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when he got into a relationship with Nicki Minaj, mm-hmm. he dropped uh, went, uh, mm-hmm. before the beef with Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was Dreams Worth More Than Money. I believe that was the project. I think it sold 250,000 copies first week. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's an elite artist, numbers-wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And at that point, when he was with me, uh, Nicki Minaj, you could argue that that man was at the height of his career. Mm-hmm. But we forget he had been one of a... I wouldn't call him a 1A rapper, but he was probably 1B. Mm-hmm. Or two, whatever you want. He was around that in terms of skill. A, B, A. A2 or something. A2, whatever. AB, yeah. whatever the case 1A. is. 1A. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. Or whatever. Yeah. He had been that for years. Mm-hmm. Right? So when we ultimately saw his career start dwindling after he started beefing with Drake, mm-hmm. hey, man, unfortunately, sometimes your career ends before you want it to. But I refuse to say Meek Mill fell off. And if I do say that, it's not because he was never on. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between somebody falling I off. I agree. Before they were ever on and them being on for a long time and then their career just dwindling naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We use the same word to describe mm-hmm. two, both of those cases, but they're not the same. They're not. And so that's what I'm curious. Like in terms of Meek Mill, do you feel the same way? Uh, about about what I'm what I'm getting at in terms of how he, if he fell off or not. So it depends on what Meek Mill's aim is. Okay, moving forward. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use sports because sports is the easiest way. So I'm on a streak right now of telling you guys terms I hate. Right, like I told you, I don't like the term uh, "be yourself," you know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm gonna keep that streak going. You know, one of the things that make me the angriest about sports convos. They're like, Jordan is undefeated in the finals, right? LeBron James lost four times in the finals, right? 
LeBron James got to the finals 11 times. So we're just going to like negate the fact that he got to the finals. It's just his record in the finals is you, he went 11 times. That might be more impressive. Might. Not, not saying for me. That might be more impressive than winning six finals. Mm. To get to the finals, I think it was like 10 or 11 straight times. Okay. Nobody wants to mention that. They just want to say, Lerell Jordan made it six times and didn't lose. Well, Jordan, what about the times he didn't make the finals? He didn't get to the finals. Oh, Scottie Pippen reminded right? us recently. Scottie Pippen reminded us, <laughs> right? He didn't get to the finals. So, wait, wait, wait. So, you mean to tell me, so, 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 so an NBA player, so Michael Jordan can get to the finals six times, but then 11 of the other seasons, he didn't make the playoffs. Facts. LeBron James can make the finals 15 times but lose maybe like seven of them and you're going to say oh michael jordan's better because he he made it six times and never lost six times so we just negate the fact he didn't make it the other times but so i bring that how this relates to that is notice how when people say somebody fell off we're usually talking about the people like you mentioned that were 1a you know what I'm saying? Like the Drakes of the world, the Rick Rosses of the world, they were at the top of the mountain. Thank you. As artists. So when you say they fell off, quote unquote fell off, they're still generating more of a buzz than your average hip hop artist. So what is fell off? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, yo, so, so, am I right? Like, it's it's like, yeah. Okay, I mean, even if Meek Mill fell off, right? If they claim Meek Mill fell off, right? He's still generating maybe like, if I were to guess, 10, 10 million monthly views on Spotify without being a top yeah, artist, yeah, right? Yeah, more than likely. So, I can compare his number. Look, even the baby, the baby's doing very well. I'm a, I'm a look right now. The baby's doing very well statistically, right? Your typical person will say the baby fell off. Why will they say that? Because he's not working with other artists probably as much. Because, you know, he's not as sought after for these shows. But if streaming is the measurement that you are counting, technically he did not fall off. So what measurement are you counting? You see, for fell off, and and that and that to me. By the way, I just checked. Meek mm-hmm. Mill has basically fifteen million, fifteen millions, right? Monthly right? listeners monthly on Spotify, yeah. which is very so, actually impressive for he doesn't someone who allegedly fell off often, who, who's not even putting out new. His last album was often. in twenty twenty one, Expensive Paint, and yeah. the one before that, who he knows? doesn't drop off two, three, two, three years. And you know that. why? He probably gets ten million just from Dreams and Nightmares. Facts, <laughs> but you know, you know, what's funny as you as you brought up sports, right? Damn, this is yeah, yo. There's so many compare sports and rap and just music. Very good, bro. Comparison. The amount of comparisons is unbelievable. You know, you know what I thought of as you talking about Jordan? Because mm-hmm. I hate those arguments too when people be bringing it's, it, up. It, bro. I hate you that can shit. compare the two, fine, bro. But like, it aggravates. Stop me. like taking <laughs> the data. To stop taking the data and manipulating it so, to fit your argument. You know what I'm saying? So you talking about? Michael Jordan and whatnot, one of the things that I've always felt, and it applies to Michael Jordan and even 
Floyd Mayweather to some extent is being undefeated is overrated. It is. Think about this. I'm not disrespecting Jordan or even uh, or Mayweather to that extent. But if if you really go throughout boxing history, mm-hmm. there's people who have lost multiple times. Muhammad Ali, George Foreman, the list goes on of people. Pacquiao. When you, Pacquiao. When you really, well, I wouldn't throw him in this. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I not, wouldn't I say mean, he's the greatest. Not but the greatest. I'm talking about people who they consider some of the greatest fighters. Mm-hmm. They've lost multiple times, mm-hmm. but yet when they talk about Floyd Mayweather, the the argument that they use the most is he's undefeated, mm-hmm. and it reminds me of how people talk about Jordan mm-hmm. when they say he's went to the finals. He he went there six times and he never lost. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. It's a it's an impressive thing to do, but should that be used as the end all be all trump card? When we start evaluating people, I, my answer is no. Well, the, my th- answer is absolutely not. The thing is data. Like, let's. The thing is, too many times, especially online, people take data and they use it to fit their argument. Like I just said. So, if you're actually using the data correctly in the situation of Jordan and LeBron, what you will do is you'll say, "Okay, how many times did Jordan, quote unquote, finish in first place? Essentially, meaning won a championship." Mm-hmm. Six times. How many times did Jordan finish in second place? None. Every time he went to the finals, he won. He oh, sorry. Every time he went to the he he won every time he went to the finals, Correct. and he didn't get to the finals every other time. So if Jordan played, I don't know, 13, 15 years, he played fifteen. Fifteen. Nine of those years, he didn't get to the finals. So he has six first place votes. Right. Six where he finished in first place. LeBron James has four where he finished in first place. Not six, right? But LeBron James has about 11 where he finished in second place. So, yes. About 11. So when you average out, okay, and if you want to go get technical, there's third place, got to the conference finals, then there's got to the semifinals. LeBron James has got to more conference finals. He's got to more finals. He's got to second, third place, first place. Jordan has First place and no second place, no third place, no fourth place. So when you compare it, yeah, he has the, the more one first places, but you can't discount how many second places facts, LeBron James facts, facts. No, I I, I get I get where you're going with that. And and what's and you're 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 totally right. But the thing is, and, and by the way, I want to pivot back to, to music because mm-hmm. I don't want to get too bogged down into the sports mm-hmm. combos. But like my thing is this. I'm telling you, we use that word way too often. People fell off. People talk about Drake fell off. Like, bro, how could a man who dominated a genre what, so, in, in music alone for a decade, so, how could you dare even use that term I'm, to this guy? I'm gonna it's give not a the right word. I'm going to give a pushback on that, but great. I, I'm, just, I'm just giving no, I'm anecdotal giving evidence. So, I got more names, but I'm saying... We say Drake. People say Drake. Drake's falling mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. He fell off. Let's not use blanket terms to just listen. to just freaking refer to everybody. I hate that. This. Ain't the same type of fall off as the next person that you would use that exact same word as. Let's be very clear. You know, it's it's almost like you know. I hear I hear people say, "Oh, nobody watches hockey anymore." Who's nobody? Like, what's the <laughs> measurement? Like who's asking? Because you don't watch it. What's the numbers? Everybody else, nobody. So you're saying nobody watches it? Oh, Drake fell off. To who? 
What and kind of what, measurements? What measurement? Do you have? The man, what measurements do you have, bro? We are. The man had a number two <laughs> Billboard song this like, year. What measurements do you what have? Do you, which one we use? It's it's. Let me put this. I'm gonna say these two things. Go ahead. In today's age, it's impossible to fall off. It's nearly impossible to fall off mm. because music is so accessible, and whenever the person, it's not so. So back in the day, getting on the radio was so important. Right. Getting your music video shown on MTV was so important. Getting on 106 in Park and making their countdown was so important. Because if you didn't make those, there's a good chance they didn't listen. Right. Selling CDs was important. Nowadays, with Spotify and Apple Music, anytime I feel like hearing Sean Kingston's music, I'm going to listen to Sean Kingston's music. I don't got to go on 106 in Park and see the music video. I'm going to listen to the music if I feel like listening to it. Okay. If I see that Sean Kingston's featured on somebody's song, I'm going to listen to it. It doesn't hurt me. But you know what hurt me back in the day? It's paying $13 for somebody's album. I don't feel like spending $13 to listen to somebody's album. I may have paid $13 to listen to Drake's first album, but uh, you know, I'm not feeling him this time around. I'm not paying $13. It don't cost you these days to listen to somebody's album. It doesn't cost you. It's free, technically. It's free. So it's, it's nearly impossible to quote-unquote fall off. I wouldn't go. Now, I'm, not, I'm not rolling, but uh, continue. Now, continue. Now, now. I would, say it's hard, I would say it's harder say it's, to fall off. It's nearly impossible. It's nearly impossible. I don't think it's nearly impossible. Nearly I just think impossible. it's not as... It's not Either as... <laughs> white and whatever, black and white. Whatever the way we word this. No, I... I so... Now, is it possible the person stopped making good music? Yes. Sorry. I would say it's harder to follow. It's That's harder, how it works. Okay, harder to follow. It's off. harder to follow. Is off. it possible they stopped making good music? Yes. Is it possible that they don't have as many features? Is it possible their music starts to sound stale to you? Yes, that's possible. So going back to, I just want to wrap this up. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But I started off by saying, like, it depends on where Meek Mill's career is is whether or not he fell off. So if Meek Mill still thinks in his head, I'm a top artist, you know, people should care about me. I'm going to drop an album and it's going to do numbers and it doesn't. I would consider that a fall off. But if Meek Mill feels like, yo, you know, I'm more involved with, you know, politics, you know, I'm more interested in all the other things, not necessarily music. What I would call that is Meek Mill had a career pivot. So don't expect him to make great music or don't expect him to be so serious about his career. It's not a fall off. He's had a career pivot. But if you still think you are the man, you still think that your stuff is going to get number one on billboards when it did earlier and it doesn't, then you can argue that person fell off, in my opinion. So it depends on where that person feels their career I'm, is. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, it's interesting. And there's a lot of things I'll say. Maybe we move on after this. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're basically talking about expectations. The, the own persons. The person's the own, own person. expectations. But yeah. but also, it, it while that is important, the reality of the situation is, that ain't your own you as the artist expectation is not the only thing that is factored into your whole career mm-hmm. unfortunately us as the people the public the the platforms who even evaluate these people's music 
we also have a say, and that's what the artists don't like. Mm-hmm. We have a say in whether we decide someone fell off or not because mm-hmm. we're looking at what was being received. We're getting the music. We're evaluating mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. We're hearing the music over time, seeing if the joint is decreasing or not. And so I, I do think you're, what you're saying is the, I think that is the, the most important part is how the artist feels mm-hmm. about what they're producing. Mm-hmm. But, but I think the, it's, it's more the of the a 50-50 but relationship. It's, the, it's, the it's, what, it's what we feel and it's what the artist feels. It's the aim though. It's yeah. like like Killer Mike, for instance, is a good example is Killer Mike. He came out with Michael. I don't think Killer Mike thinks that like he's going to have some serious kind of buzz with this album. Like, I don't think Killer Mike's mentality going in was I'm the next Drake or I'm going to meet any. He just dropped an album, I think, because he felt like he I wanted to get this off my chest. If you guys receive it, so be it. If you don't receive it, if if I'm if a, one person bought the album, I wouldn't say Killer Mike fell off. I'm going to be honest with you. I heard the Killer Mike interview on The Breakfast Club, guys, mm-hmm. and um, he was talking big talk. Okay. He said, yo, he said, I'm going to be honest with you guys. This is a classic. Y'all are going to say that this is a classic album. Which I don't think it's a classic. I'm just like, you know how he was talking. I mean, I, he, I, I, these is, this is, I, I, now, I, I, now you see, now we're getting into the, the artist's expectations of their his, own music. His, that's why I said it comes down yeah, yeah, yeah. to if the music is good or not. If he thinks the music is good and it's good, you cannot. Okay, you tell me, tell me right now, America and you. America, man, this is a worldwide podcast. What you mean? Can somebody drop something that's very good and you still consider them a fall off? They fell off. You can't. So here's it's not possible. So here's here's why here's why you can't. Okay. <laughs> Give me one example of somebody dropping a great album, and you said, "Man, this person fell off." Though they still fell off. Somebody and they and said they fell off, but their album was great. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I got to sit and think about that. But without taking up mad time, where I was going with Mm -hmm. saying you still can is because I feel like in reality, you can can drop amazing music Mm -hmm. continuously for 20 years. Mm -hmm. But your level, right? Popularity. Of popularity or lack thereof Mm -hmm. determines for most people how well you're still afloat that's or if you fell off or not. That's why popularity is a horrible measurement. No. Unless you're I, using popularity. Brother, I am not. No, I, I, know, I don't leave with that. I don't leave with that. I'm not saying you. I don't But that's why that. I, like, I never. But I I'm purpose, just saying this is what people. This is how people judge I, fall off. This I, is why I have a problem with the word. I'm telling because you. Because this is exactly. how they associate. I know. But I'm, I'm telling you like I purposefully omitted the word popularity in this convo because popularity i'm all about measurements like data and measurements right you get mad at me you always cuss me out you cuss me out when i say grammys right you're oh man it doesn't matter i said chance rapper has a grammy it doesn't matter you know chance rapper got a grammy grammys what's grammys grammys is a a an award you know so that is a measurement that at least somebody likes you but it's a subjective prestigious it's, a subjective, it's subjective but that's it's always been still, it, it's still an award given to you by a committee that is saying more 
than me being like, oh, I didn't hear him on the radio today. I guess he fell off. No, like Grammys is an award so, that is relevant. So let me let me ask it you is though. relevant. Let me ask you though, because you said popularity, right? I don't like popularity. But here's the thing: Grammys is not all about popularity per I know that. se. I know. You could it's argue about good body of work. Nowadays, people judge popularity on social media yes. and coverage on blogs and coverage streams. on music platforms, streams. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you don't meet a certain threshold, you could be deemed as someone who's not popular. So mm-hmm. if you were once in that bracket mm-hmm. and you're still making fire music, mm-hmm. but you no longer meet that requirement, mm-hmm. people will consider you fell off. Is that right or wrong? Yes, of course. But is that right or wrong that they that they're not they, their their music their traction's not hitting as much the content well, like is I not said, as it, it goes back to their where they think they are in their career. Of course, I don't expect if if I'm Pitbull, right? Pitbull, who at his highest was probably reaching close to a billion streams, right? Pitbull's chilling now, like. If Pitbull comes out with a song tomorrow and it makes only like 400, 500,000 streams, which I know this is probably the case is happening for him. <laughs> okay. Like, of course, Pitbull is probably thinking, I'm not, I'm not thinking I'm back in those billion dollar stream Fair. days. Fair, yeah. Now, if somebody's like, yo, I am back. Like, I'm that guy. Like, I'll tell you somebody, okay, I'll tell you somebody who's struggling with it. I still wouldn't say they fell off, but I'll tell you somebody who's struggling. It's Usher. Usher's struggling because I think Usher thinks he can still do some of the things that he did when he was hot, but it's like, it's not hitting. It's not being received the same, but he's still trying. I think Usher still thinks he's kind of like a, you know, a key cog in the R&B game today, but that's just not the case anymore. You know what I mean? Now that's, I still wouldn't call it a fall off, but like, it's like, I don't, think he's connecting with what reality is and i think fall off has to do with reality look if usher is dropping music in 2023 mm-hmm. and which i'm not even aware of no so, knock so if the man is still dropping music mm-hmm. it's clearly not going to be received as as it once yeah, was but, he, but usher but, still thinks he's a pop star no but usher speaking of remember how earlier uh-huh. you talked about pivoting uh-huh. we talked about mm-hmm. people pivoting in other areas i brought up mm-hmm. killer mike we mm-hmm. talked about meek mill going mm-hmm. to different Usher pivoted in way long ago, mm-hmm. bro. He does. He has a residency in 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 Las Vegas. I know he did. I know. But, he's but a legacy. Actor. He's moving kind of like when he drops singles. I'm just telling you right now. When he drops singles, he still kind of it still kind of feels like he has the mindset of nah, I mean, I'm a pop star. I think Usher's just the man in general. I think right. I think when Usher turns I mean, sixty, like he's I said, be the I man. wouldn't say he's a fall off or anything, but I'm just saying like that's somebody who I would say okay, like you're no longer a pop star. You know what it is? I you know what it is? Listen, guys, I, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. I have a problem with words that have a negative connotation mm-hmm. that should never be associated to certain people. We should never be talking about Usher fell off. That's Usher, Usher, I don't Usher, think he fell off. No, but what I'm saying, I'm just giving an example. Like mm-hmm. I'm throwing him out there. I'm just saying, like certain words and phrases, mm-hmm. we shouldn't even be associating these words. It we should does, just simply say they're no longer depends. what they. They're they're not who they were. It they had their time. No, see, yes, they had their time. But it depends. If Drake the had person, his time. If the person still saying or thinking and moving. Like Usher still saying, thinking, and moving as if he's a superstar. Chance the Rapper is still hey, saying, talking, thinking, making moves as if he's still that 
guy. Shit, not musically. Musically too. I mean, I mean, Shit. music. He's not doing much, but like he's still kind of move. I bet you with Chance the Rapper right now, Chance the Rapper, who you know a lot of people are saying they they not feeling as much. It's a great person, right? They fell off. Chance the Rapper, right? Not feeling as much. I bet you today, if Chance the Rapper say he's gonna come out with an album, he's gonna have a full blown rollout. He's gonna have a. Uh, a video he's gonna have like you know something clever he's gonna have the twitter uh emojis associated the things that you do when you are clearly labeled as a top artist i don't think he's that anymore Maybe. but he will move like that that's fair when he wants to bring an album that's out. Fine. and that's why i'm like okay if you still think your career is there and you're streaming and your stuff. probably will do. He It doesn't match it? I have no problem associating the word fell off to Chance the Rapper. You know why? <laughs> because he got to the highest of heights in popularity and in, yeah. in, in commercial success mm-hmm. in hip hop. And his career's not over. But it his wasn't sustained. Was, he never, it, it, it was yeah. never sustained. Mm-hmm. And his career's not over. He still mm-hmm. he still exists. He's not he fell, he fell off. I don't even think he's 30. Meek right. Mill and some of these other guys did not fall off. They just are not the guy. They anymore. just pivoted. That's they, it. I think they just pivot. But anyway, whatever, man. You guys, let us know people. who do you think who do you think fell off in our the way we're defining it, not in the way I mean, we fell off. What the hell? You, we fell off. No, we. we I wasn't that tight. We ain't even fell on yet. I'm not even tight. We need to fall on before <laughs> falling off. All right. Just saying. Oh man. <laughs> Yo, let's move on to the next. Topic and last topic, guys. Thank God. Thank you guys for rolling with us. I need to get my jacuzzi. Make sure you, uh, yeah, go put some bromine in your jacuzzi next time you're in one. Uh, but no, who are the top five white rappers of all time? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Whoa, we going there, man. Excuse Listen, me, white on white crime. Right, right, before we do this, is back. Before we do this, it's back. Can we do? Can we? I like that. I like that we ended lighthearted. <laughs> Can before we do white this? White on white crime. Before we do this, can we can we do two top fives? What is the top five white NBA players? Whoa, you're going there. Should we, should we do all time? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Pre- present. Okay, present all, all I have to ask you is this. I need you to clarify one thing for me. Mm-hmm. White European or white American? No, white American it has to be. White oh American. come on, man! Stop. White we got to include. It's European. easy. No, no. They're from the same. It's people. easy. It's Jokic. It's Jokic. Luca. Dirk, uh, Dirk Nowitzki, Larry Bird. Uh, he's not Larry Bird. Bird. I'm mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Larry no Bird, Mikel, maybe. Do you want to do positions? No, it's top that five. Positionless disgusting. basketball. We're not uh, doing bo- this. <laughs> <laughs> this is in 1980. Um, yeah, present day white people, white Americans, the present day NBA players that eat meatloaf in Brussels. You, you <laughs> no, you mean eat casseroles. <laughs> And and put mayonnaise in the castle. All right, let me chill. Okay, so top five of all time basketball. No, Wait. just present day. Okay, no, I, but I mean, all time. I said present day, brother. Come on, man. Okay, all but time. let's do all time. All time. Fine. All time is funner, man. White, white American all time. Okay, Larry Bird. Okay, okay, nice. Bill Walton. Ooh, I saw a documentary on Bill Walton. Bill, Wal- Bill Walton's up there. Bill I never, was up there. But he's up, he he had, up there. That man, he, I saw the documentary. Bro, Very Bill tight. Walton was a shorter Damn. Jokic. He was a shorter Jokic. He was shorter Jokic. That man was yeah, he was. He was, yeah, Bill Walton. Okay. Um, Steve Nash. No, Canadian. Oh, yeah, he's not. Damn. <laughs> American. Close, though. Close. Yeah, American. Shit. Close. Gets hard. Gets dicey. Oh, man. You tested my white history. Bro. Jerry West. Jerry West. Yes, of course, Jerry West. Come on. Are we sure? Stop it. He's the logo. 
What that mean though? Okay, what that mean? I'm just asking. I didn't never watch the play. I didn't watch him play either. But, but what about Bob Cousy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where is our white okay, correspondent? All right, we need, all right. we need a white correspondent white on this topic. Players bro. that you know. How about that? That you. So then I can't. We'll take out Jerry. We'll take out Jerry. We'll take out Jerry. Okay, here we got we got three. Two. You got two. two. Larry Bird. Uh, Larry Bird. Bill Walton. Bill Walton. Um. Um. Who else was it? Kevin Love? Is Kevin Love up there? Kevin Love might be up there. Kevin Love was damn good. Gordon Hayward. No. No, he's not even top thirty. <laughs> what? Yeah, right. I'm serious. No, Tyler Hero. No. Wait, what? Yo, Matt uh, Miller. <laughs> Mike Miller. Mike, Mike Miller. <laughs> Mike I mean, Miller. he won a couple chips. Actually, let me think about it. Mullen. Who? Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen might be up there. Chris Mullen. Oh, what about um the guy for uh, uh the Suns? Uh, Dan Marley. Yeah, man. No, hell no. Yeah, he wasn't that good. He was a role player. Yeah, he wasn't that good. Uh, Luke Longley. Mark Price. John Stockton. Come on, John Stockton. Okay, yeah, John yes, Stockton. yes. Thank you. John yes. Stockton. Whoa, what the hell? Damn. What are we doing? Who's that? Three? Three. John Stockton, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale's definitely up there. Bro, we just named three people on the same team. <laughs> Bill <laughs> Walton, <laughs> Larry Bird, Kevin, Kevin McHale were all on the same team. They were. That's and insane. Then, uh, so you mean to tell John me- Stockton. He's not, he wasn't on that. No, no, I know. I was That's four. Yeah, you're right. Four. But it, how crazy is that? That the, we got three of the top five greatest white players in the NBA of all time. Okay. Or 30 years ago. 40 years ago. I know. Jeez. Greg Ostertag? (laughs) (laughs) Who's the reason? Yo. Greg, what? what, Greg Ostertag? What what are you laughing? All I'm saying is I'm- Ostertag? Listen, I'm just happy we're not doing this list in Black History Month. Damn. That's all I'm happy about. I'm glad we waited. What else? White? Okay, just one more. There's Mark Price. There's- uh, Tim Legler. I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, who oh, else? Man, guys, who who are we missing? Brad guys? Miller. Uh, Brad Miller. Oh no, he didn't have a great NBA career. He, can we include college players? No, hell no. Don't say Tyler Hansborough. Nah, hell no, bro, <laughs> bro. My man from uh from Duke. Oh JJ. No JJ? man. Uh uh, he played for the Wizards later. Uh, oh, his... Christian Leitner. Bro, no, no. He's a top. Hell if no. we include basketball no, players, not, this that don't count. He was one. He was one of them. What about Cherokee Parks? Let's stop it, man. Uh, okay, seriously, just one more. We just we just had one more, bro. Uh, Mark Price. Just say Mark Price, so we can get. He was up. not top five. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, uh, who else? Got, God dang, there's got to be another guard. Kevin Love. I'm putting another Kevin guard. Love. Put, be... Kevin Love is on. Okay, there. throw Kevin Love. I'm in. throwing sure. Kevin Love. All right, fair enough. Kevin fair Love enough. is definitely fair enough. Fair Kevin enough. Love definitely or Chris Mullen. Kevin Love probably. Kevin Love. Fair enough. All right. I'm good with that. Okay. Chris Mullins, six man. Chris Mullins, six man. Okay. I'm good with that. that. I'm good with that. Max Struess. Is he white? He's white. I think he's white. I thought he was mixed or something. He looks mixed. He has black people swag. Okay. So we went through the top five white NBA players of all time. Let's go to rap, bro. Let's get to it. MGK and and Jack Harlow, they got smoke. Let's get to it, man. They don't got smoke. Well, MGK got smoke for what's his name? Acid trip again. Because I I actually off his meds. read I read I listened to the song he was a freestyle and he just randomly said he said more by the way so in the freestyle yeah, yeah, yeah put, get me up to speed on this because okay. I I have not been so he I'm did be honest, so, I don't so, really know so okay. all that's been said so MGK has been doing freestyles he did a freestyle with Corday 
in is in the backyard. I think of his. I, saw, I did house. see that. I right? saw that. He yeah, actually so killed it. He killed it. He killed that. They rapped over Doja Cat. That dude. shit was crazy. They killed it. Yes. Um. So he did another one, and it was good. You know, and in the freestyle, he said, you know, he took umbrage to J- Jack Harlow, saying he was the hottest white rapper, and then he actually proceeded. This is the part that people don't really know. He proceeded to insult Jack Harlow. He said, you're trying to sound like Drake. You're just a car- carbon copy of Drake. You're not original, blah, 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 blah. So okay. that happened like a month ago. And now I don't know why. That I was guess, on the Renegade beat. Yeah, over the Renegade That was the beat. one, right? So yeah. now, I mean, I guess they asked Jack Harlow about the diss. And, you know, as you were going to say, Jack Harlow, you know, came out and said, yeah, you know, I'm supposed to be, you know, confident in myself. Mm-hmm. Um as you, know, you should. Um, you know, I'm just gonna talk that talk, blah blah blah. It was it was a very like athlete response to smoke. You know, when athletes they get in the press conference. Oh uh, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna play hard and um, you know, uh, take the high uh, road. They basically uh, take the high they road. They take the high road every time. Uh, you know, uh, you know, just being competitive and um, you know, uh, have a lot of respect for the guy. You know, so. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, yeah. it had me thinking because I wanted to talk about this for a while now. What are the top five? white rappers and i know the typical person will be like oh hell yeah that's easy no it's actually not easy there's a lot of white rappers that fell off that (laughs) reached a height you know that were high looked at as very glorified Mm -hmm. and then just randomly nosedive for whatever reason either they switched genres became actors Mm. and, and i feel like that is a reoccurring theme for white rappers. They mm. get in hard as hell. And then they're like, I just don't feel like doing this anymore. And then they pivot to another, maybe another genre. They pivot to something else. Like, for instance, Max Kellerman. Max Kellerman was a rapper, right? He has a music video out. He pivoted to boxing and sports, you know? To each his own. Mark hmm. Wahlberg was a rapper. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Yeah. I don't feel like rapping no more. <laughs> pivoted to movies. Um, and then more recently, MGK, one of the hardest rappers in the game. Hey, said, why are you disrespecting like him like that? You just use air quotes? Yeah, I did because he, he raps hard, but I don't think he's one of the hardest in the game. So yeah, I was like, don't, yeah. don't disrespect so, him. Don't disrespect him with air quotes Mach- like that, I bro. love what Machine Gun Kelly has <laughs> turned into with the emo Machine Gun Kelly. I like yes, the yes, emo Machine yes. Gun Kelly. But he pivoted. He did. So, you but, know. but I will say this, though. you, I think it is probably not fair to assume that just because a rap a white rapper fell off mm. uh meant that they pivoted because No, I didn't say that. Well, not fell off, sorry. That's um not you what I you said. used the word pivot. Um yeah. Yeah, that was mm. actually what you said. Mm. I think a lot of times people pivot because they have to, not because they want to. And so well, I'm saying it's a reoccurring Let's theme. be very clear. I'm not but saying I, it's I'm not it's I'm, not my opinion. It's just it's just You notice it. They pivoted. I feel, yeah. I, but I think a lot of times uh, people pivot because they kind of have to. Like I'm trying to say, MGK in particular, mm-hmm. just to stick on him for a second. I think he had some success in rap mm-hmm. for a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think it it's stonewalled. Like he kind of plateaued. Like I feel like at a certain point, he did. People didn't really receive his raps. They did. They weren't. They weren't really feeling his his image. Mm-hmm. He's a very confusing case because he's somebody who's very aggressive. Yes. He 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 comes from a street perspective. Yes. A lot of times you're not gonna gravitate you're not gonna pull the masses in that way. I hate, when have we seen a now okay, now let's get to the list. Can we just cut I to the chase? To, I hate to I hate to get race. 
I don't want to go there. I hate to I don't do want to go there. I hate to do this, but I, I want to get to the we list. We have to do this real quick. We have to do the race get, thing. Let's get to it. The thing, the thing that, you know, with white artists, they have other interests. Like, white, like, like MGK clearly had other interests in rock. He's always had, like, rock elements to him. So he wants to do rock. Okay, fine. You know, nah, he raps. Like, I think it's a cop. And out. he wants to do rock. I think that's no, a cop so, out. Okay. He had white he had rock aesthetics. He had he never made real rock he, music. I never said he made one. real rock music. I said he had elements of rock. Yeah, I'm he talking about aesthetic. Like more than aesthetic. Image. He he's not he, music. rage. Rage. Rage is historically is historically freaking labeled as rock stars rage. Sure. Yeah, he's sure. talking about I'm a wild boy. Like that's that was very rock star like song. Fair enough. Yeah, so he was always elements of rock in his music. So I guess I'm just trying to say not music. Now I'm alternative talking. rock. <laughs> yeah, it's I a little different. See that pivot, but he's always had elements of rock. So what my point was just trying to say, like you know, I feel like white artists, and this is not being racist or anything. It's just white artists have. I feel like they have more of a leeway to be able to like other things and dabble in other things than black artists. I feel like black Facts. artists are just labeled, oh, you're a rapper? You shouldn't be doing anything but rapping. You know what I mean? But white artists like, I, hey, I, I, growing up, I used to like, you know, blues. So I'm going to do blues too. Okay, cool, fine. So I think that's what's happening. Like, I think the problem is, is us as evaluators need to stop looking at an artist and being like, oh, what the hell? Why did you pivot from rap to rock? Like I just did. Why did you pivot from rap to rock when in actuality they may like several different genres? Well, I look, I think you're you're probably right. Mm -hmm. And I think I do think there's a lot of people who fall within that case. But then there's also the flip side, right? There's the mm -hmm. flip side of, like you said, like the white rappers are more it's it becomes more palatable to see them transition mm -hmm. out of rap mm -hmm. because the mainstream just easily lets them get away with it because like I'll give you a perfect example Juice World right mm -hmm. came up rock aesthetic he had the same mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not saying it looked exactly the same but if you heard early music from Juice World if you heard early interviews he always said he he listened to grunge he punk he rap and so what I'm saying is he had the element in his music somewhat, mm -hmm. but if he were to have switched genres completely, mm -hmm. I believe that would have been way more controversial mm -hmm. than uh, MGK. Switching, yeah. Like, but Well, because in, at the end of the day, the whole reason we label white rappers as white rappers is because the aesthetics with white rappers don't always look right. Correct. And so, and vice versa, the aesthetics of a black rock star doesn't look right. It's never going to look right. It's never going to look normal. It's it, never gonna look it, it looks a little odd. No, it's it, never going to look I'm going to be honest. I like when Polo G came out with a song called Rap Star. Yeah. That was tight. Bro, I thought it was I thought that people now don't get me it wasn't the greatest song I ever heard in my life. But I, I love Rap Star. But I, what's wrong with you? Are you I crazy? Said it wasn't the greatest song I ever heard in it my is. life. That's what I said. Well, it is. I thought that was Thriller. <laughs> For you, you should be saying Thriller. I'm, I'm surprised thriller, you even I said Thriller is the greatest album. Yeah, shut up. So you shut up. Then why don't you name songs from Thriller? How about that? I just did. No, songs from Thriller. Thriller. <laughs> thriller is on Thriller. All right, fair you enough. Douche. Bastard. Beat it. Hey, anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Say those songs. Yeah, beat By the it. way, I heard no, that. I'm not naming a song. I'm saying beat it. Hey, shut Get up. the hell out of my the episode's house. not over. <laughs> Yo, speaking of that song, on a random note, I was at Taco Bamba 
and I heard I was eating tacos, bro. The other day drinking uh-huh. margaritas, Beta uh-huh. came on, bro. The whole Taco Bomba was going crazy. Really? Wow. I'm like, yo, this Michael classic, Jackson bro. has made. You keep laughing at me. I'm telling you, it's a classic. I'm just saying, man. I gotta appreciate Michael you're, Jackson. You're stupid, not us. Anyway, I like when Polo G had the song Rap Star because it kind of like it gave life to a new persona to me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, stop all this. Like, ro- I'm a rock, rock star. star, bro. Yeah. Be a rap star, man. You're yeah. doing rap. Be a rap star. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah. But yo, let's get to it. I'm tired of the. I'm tired of the freaking okay. the, the the the. We we beating around the bush. Gaggy. We beating around the bush. I'm gonna give you my top five white rappers starting from five to number one okay. right now. All right. Number five. I wrote this down by the way. Nice. By the way, MGK is nowhere near this top five. I just gotta, <laughs> I just gotta say this for the record. Nice. Uh, I like MGK, but he's he don't sniff the top five. Okay. Jeez. Number five. Okay. Paul Wall. Paul Wall made the list. Paul Wall. You talking about hey, hey, similar hey, to hey, an hey, ant? Hey, Paul Wall, baby. Paul Wall, baby. Similar to an ant. Remember Paul? No, Paul Wall was that guy. Sim- okay. I'm sipping low, similar to an ant. Because I'm low to the earth. Whatever the hell he People's said. feelings get hurt. When they now, figure out what I'm worth. Number four. Okay. By the way, Paul Wall was that guy. He 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 was part of that whole Houston wave, if you guys are not familiar. Multiple right. albums, had a real stamp in the culture. You guys go look him up if you're not familiar. But I, I really believe Paul Wall like, mm-hmm. was one of them. Okay. Now, I'm going to include some guys that, you know, I was not around in my uh, personal Christ, life, meaning I'm, I'm a little too to, young. He's about to say Vanilla Ice. No, I would never disrespect our <laughs> audience or even the well, people Beastie who really Boys? love rap. Jeez. Beastie Boys is number four. Okay, fine. I have to have to pay homage. Fine. When I did my due diligence, I did my history. Fine. They were heavily respected and they actually were them guys okay. for uh, quite some time. And people have sampled, bro, they're like them guys. Fine. All right. Fine. And of course, you know, listen, Rick Ross, Rick Ross speaks highly of the BZ Boys. You ever heard Rick Ross speak of the BZ Boys? He does all the time. <laughs> oh, that man, yo. But he was alive because he was like, what, 46, 47 now? You probably, I'm you just saying. Grew up around those times. I'm paying homage because no, anybody fine. who really talks, who we respect in hip hop as the elder statesman, yeah. Yeah. speaks to that extent about the BZ Boys. So I got to put them out of respect. Number fine. four. Fine. Number three. This one is kind of crazy. Seeing as he ain't even really been in the game that long. I know where you're going with this. No, you don't. I do. No, I don't think you don't. I do. Jack Harlow. Oh, no, no I didn't know you were going to go Jack See, Harlow. I knew you didn't know. No, I no, knew you no, didn't. No, I well, knew actually, he, maybe, maybe. I knew maybe, you didn't know maybe. where I was going. I'm thinking about it. Okay, maybe. Jack Harlow's number three for me. Okay. He said he was the best since Slim Shady. I think he was a damn liar, but he's close. I think he's number two. I mean, sorry, I think you could argue him being number two, but I got him number three. Okay. 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 Still needs some work to go. He's nowhere near the top. No one will ever, no no white rapper will ever eclipse Eminem. Let's be very clear about that. One and two are easy. Eminem. Number two is, to me, easily Mac Miller. Mac Miller. It's Mac Miller. Mac Miller and Eminem are one and two. Thank you. I'm I'm glad you rounded it out. That's where I'm going with it. So we got Paul Wall, number five. We got Beastie Boys, number four for me. Then I got Jack Harlow, three. Mac Miller, two. Eminem, one. I think the top five is easy white rappers i'm gonna be honest with you easy that's an easy list okay so i would change imagine saying the top Jack five Harlow, maybe five maybe i might give him five okay but you know there's two people on the list i think number three to me russ i would probably Ooh. if you're gonna call russ white oh he's white so he he's white, white right he's white right that's a I, russ okay. is three to me so <sighs> i give russ russ is three you might have rewritten russ my list is three like especially with those chomp series like the chomp, 
Russ, when when rappers want bars from a white, they don't even. They don't even. I don't even look at him as white. I don't. I just look at him as a good rapper. He's exceeded. You know what? White rapper status. You, you know what? You've 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 had you you make me rewrite my list. Russ I'm modifying. Russ is number. Russ is three or four. Four or four or, or five four. to me. So I'm gonna be. Russ honest. is three. I'm going up for now. He can be eclipsed. He can be eclipsed. But G Easy's four for me. I think G Easy has done enough. Holy shit! Historically, G Easy has done enough. Okay. To be able to say to hold on to the spot for now. G Easy. Think about you know. Here's the difference between G Easy. G Easy, for a long time, was actually a feature guy. G Easy was featured on some top songs as your main rapper to carry a song. Like I, I, as much as I have not seen Jack Harlow do that, I've not seen some of these other rappers do that. G Easy, think about G Easy was on the classic Cardi B and ASAP. Uh, what's that? If you run to some F- some F- no. problems, fucking problems. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah fucking yeah. problems. Is that is that what's called? Wait. Um, with Cardi B, ASAP Rocky, and G Easy. If you got a son, son, no son. Uh, I know nah, the song. Nah, I just can't nah, think of it. No, no, no. Yeah. So that song is a classic club banger. And then there was a string where G Easy was a go to feature guy. And then he dropped a pretty damn good album, you know, but then he fell off. But I thought G Easy had a, a, a good enough run to be able to say, this guy is the truth. Now, my number five, as much as I like Jack Harlow, do you know who I have as number five? Well, I don't know if he's white, but You gotta be white. He I I think you can say he's white. Who? Yeet. If Yeet can continue run, he's like Mexican. He's but I'm gonna say he's white. You think Yeet is a top five rapper of all a top five white rapper of all time? I think he's. You don't even think he raps well. Made the, I don't think he raps well. You have to be able to Yeet's rap. Yeet's influence. <laughs> Yeet's influence. Okay. So if we're talking skills, okay. Well, it's fine. a bunch. It's a bunch of stuff but involved in Yeet. Skill, to me, impact all that. His impact, yeah. his influence. Yeet is almost the Steph Curry of the hip hop game. He's changing it. How many of those white rappers you can say other than Eminem changed the hip hop? game so i think yeet at the end of the day is going to be number five for me so so what's your list one eminem two mac miller okay three russ four g easy five yeet wow okay i i don't agree with the g easy list i'm sorry jeezy at all i I don't agree with russ i'm sorry yeet at all either russ i i think you got a legit argument Mm -hmm. there's something there to that especially because he is white Mm mm-hmm um, Russ and, is and, freaking and the, sick. In the fact, you know how you know, you know Russ how you, is that guy, bro. You know how you know you're in this top five list. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you exactly how you know you're in this top five list. When people stop considering you white, I don't look at Russ as white at all. Nor do, nor did people like consider, if Russ said the n word, I would not care. <laughs> yo, I'll be like, okay, it fits his catalog. Yo, no, I'm telling you, that's how, I'm telling you, that's how you know you're in that you're in that thing. I'm telling you, people say the same thing about Mac Miller. Mm-hmm, Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. Yes, we obviously know he's white, but it never was a factor it was for never, conversation. Nobody ever thought about nobody it. Nobody cared. Nobody ever thought it about it. It never mattered. Nobody ever thought about it. I felt it. the same way about Paul Wall. 
I mm-hmm. thought Paul Wall, oh, obviously sure. he was sure. white, for he sure. was ingratiated. Sure. I think sure. he had enough of an impact. Sure. That was a huge movement in, so, the, in the mid-2000s. So who are the honorable mentions that we didn't mention? Bubba Sparks. Uh, ugly, ugly. It, he, it was, he was one of I, Yellow Wolf. I never liked Yellow Wolf. I'm be honest with you. <laughs> I've never been on Yellow Wolf's Yellow side. Yellow Wolf. Asher Roth. He never really had enough of a... I love well, he didn't college. have enough longevity, I feel like. Uh, who else? Lil Zan. Okay, now we're Come just on, being stupid. Hey, he's Mexican, too. So uh, that's a little different. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think we got solid. We got two it. arguable, solid lists. Uh, Vanilla Ice, obviously. There's the Marky Marks. Whatever, blah, blah, blah. They're not in there. Uh, They're not in there, bro. Uh, who else was white that was popping? We can't just Logic, start. Is Logic? <laughs> <laughs> yo, <laughs> <laughs> on that note if you've made it this far uh <laughs> we want to thank you guys for uh rocking with us make you know, sure to hit we're that we're subscribe we're button. white rapper that's, white, that's, white girl rapper is there any horrible. white girl rappers iggy no iggy's australian i guess I'm you know it's funny uh so i'm watching uh random and before we get out of here i'm watching sway yeah. You know how Sway does like the five fingers of death. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. That's that's super ridiculous, y'all. I can't believe you said that. But yo, uh I'm watching five fingers of death. I was gonna right? put logic in three. Crazy. Logic. That's insane. Yo, great, I'm watching five fingers of death. You know he does the freestyles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Artists yeah. come up there and embody it. Yeah. I think that's second freestyle platform to flex. Uh-huh. Like easily. Uh-huh. Nobody, uh-huh. you do you go to you go to flex to, to you want to actually yeah. I lied, there's three. Sway. It's Sway, then it's LA Leakers. <laughs> LA Leakers. And then yeah. it's actually uh Sway. Flex. Then Sway. Sway yeah. is third. Flex. Yeah, Flex, LA Leakers. Flex, LA Sway. Leaker, then 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 what's it called? You could argue LA Leakers mm-hmm. is one, but the point is there's this white girl from Portland. Her name is Wynn. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this girl. Mm-hmm. Apparently she uh is on the come up. Mm-hmm. I watched a little bit of the interview. She's if you start hearing a white girl from Portland who people thought she was the daughter of Eminem. That was like a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you start hearing that name soon, in the next couple of months, yeah, don't be surprised. Mm-hmm. I, you heard it here first. She can rap, though. I ain't gonna lie. She can yeah, really rap. And she's know, like boom, bap, rap. There's no white She can rap, girl, rap. Like, there's no white And she looks like, like, like she could be Eminem's daughter. She looks innocent. Mm, like, yeah, she looks innocent. I swear, bro. She looks like Haley. Bro, she looks like she has no business rapping. Oh, man. But hey, yeah. I guess that's the evolution of hip hop. Oh, what? Oh, are you kidding me? What's up? We didn't say uh, Action Bronson, bro. Ooh. Action Bronson. Ooh. Is he white? Action Bronson. White? Of course he's white. Sure. He's white. Are you sure? Yes. How are you sure about it? Just because he can imitate Ghostface Killer amazingly? His name is like Jerry Williamson. I don't know. Nah, he's up there. I rock with Action Bronson. He might be top five. I actually, rock with I, I may have to knock Heat off and put Ooh, Action Bronson three is or nowhere. four. Yeah, I'm so. I might have to put Action Bronson. I can't even believe you named Heat. Bronson That's crazy. Is, Action Bronson's that guy. Yeah, Action I'll put Bronson's yo. If guy. I was you, I'd put Logic on before Heat, and, and Logic ain't even white. <laughs> to your boy. Uh, yeah, I might have to put Action Bronson on there on my top five. I love Action Bronson. I love. Action yo, let's Bronson. get out of here, man. Little Dicky. He never proved it in rap. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If we talk about creator, yeah, he he's, he, he, has, he's, he doesn't really rap that much. If we talking about top oh, wide, there's top, not a lot of. We talking guys. about top five white creators, dog. What Lil Dicky is doing with that Dave show? Oh yeah, it will go down in history. He's great. As one of the greatest. He's great. One of the greatest 
comedy shows like sitcom type shows along with the curb your enthusiasms i'm i'm dead as either. i heard no, i'm not even no. joking it's funny because i heard curb your enthusiasm seinfeld mm-hmm. all of these joints that people been talking about it's one of those i've heard fox it's one of those. somebody on fox said literally it's one of the best shows they've ever seen i'm i was I'm like dead ass. really i'm dead ass. wow it's that good but anyway can you believe i saw Lil dicky in concert you saw him before he blew up. I swear up. to God. You, you need to tell that Did story. Did I tell you that? You saw, uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> you saw him. Uh, you were like, yo, I saw this guy named Lil Dicky in concert. I was like, who the hell is Lil Dicky? It Dickie? was the craziest. This was way Let before me tell you he something. blew up. This was 20, probably 13, 14. Yeah. I like to go to random concerts. So he was at the, um, I believe, the um, one of the DC, oh, uh, DC Music Hall, mm-hmm. one, one of them shits in DC. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just happened to be there, and I'm like, bro, there's somebody named Lil Dicky. Fuck it. Let, let me mm-hmm. go watch him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this, there's no way this is good. His name is Lil Dicky. <laughs> I didn't even know who he was. I never yeah. heard anything about this guy. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know he looked like anything. Yeah. I go in there. I remember that bro, story. Bro, I'm in the crowd, and bro, when I tell you this man was, was extremely talented bro the stage presence this motherfucker had an entire powerpoint presentation for the entire performance he was comical yeah, even then yeah yeah he yeah. was like hey guys um hey i'm little dicky uh you know i'm just i just want to let you guys know this is uh this is part of my uh senior class project uh in, in college <laughs> who knows if he was telling you or not he was like see this is me uh this is me going to lunch and uh yeah, I got a song I want to pre- like. He it, he was that's that. tight. That's tight. And then he did like a whole set. It was like ten songs. Did he perform uh Fetty the joint with Fetty Wap? Save that money or whatever. Yeah, he did. It was out yeah. there. Yeah, it was yeah. out at that time. Okay. Yes. Because yeah. that's his. That was his starting hit. Listen, man. But you you great song. you're one of you great people that can say you saw Lil Dicky before he blew up. I'm dead so. serious. That and that yeah. ticket was cheap too. I guarantee if you go see Lil Dicky now in you concert, got a, you got it on Groupon. <laughs> nah, bro, I got it from a scalper on the street. It was, was like five dollars. Remember Living Social? You got it from there. I do, man. That joint's dead. Uh, and Groupon too. Them, those things are They're gone. Uh, let's get out of here, man. Listen, guys, if you made it this far, shout out to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for pulling up on us. Uh, hit that subscribe button on your way out. Share this with a friend. This is the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast. We thank you guys for listening. And as always, if you're giving advice, just make sure that thing is ill. Yes, sir. Bow. <laughs>